Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is The Art of Awesome, episode number 166. I think playbooking is really good for like being being able to improvise in a bad situation and that helps me so much in slalom and I can see it but slalom helps you to be to always have the same move and hit it perfectly to make it work and so I think to combine those two is really good for quick cuz I mean if you can have a routine and improvise it's it's the best hit it that's what I'm talking about wait okay now from the beginning Welcome to the Art of Awesome. My name is Nick Troutman, and I'm a professional athlete, entrepreneur, family man, and adventure seeker. My goal is to share with you stories, knowledge, and inspiration as we continue on the journey together, searching for that secret sauce to producing awesome results in everyday life. Thanks for spending some time with me today, and let's get to it. Welcome back, everyone, to the Art of Awesome podcast. I am your host, Nick Troutman, and this is the show where we search for that secret sauce to success and the difference between the average and the awesome. I always find it hilarious when I almost forget my own intro. But today is Monday, and not only is it Monday with another deep dive interview, but it is the official kickoff for the 2022 Freestyle Kayak World Championships. And today I get to speak with none other than the reigning world champion in C1 kayaking, Tom Dole, as we find out during the podcast. I'm pretty sure I've called him Tom Dole for the past decade that I've known him. Um, But either way, it's Tom Dole, and we get to sit down with the Frenchman who is just on fire in whitewater kayaking. We talk all about his story, uh, how I met him and how he got into paddling, and his competition mindset. We talk about him competing here, the fact that he's getting into slalom and kind of how he thinks of freestyle and slalom to be the best combination for getting ready for Extreme Race World Championships. We dabble into what's been going on with the North Fork Championships and really just and really just dive into all of the world of whitewater kayaking, including who is his biggest competition here at the Freestyle Kayak World Championships. So a lot that we discussed and super excited to have Tom here on the show. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Here is the flying Frenchman, Tom Dole. Uh, well, first off, Tom, stoked to have you here on the podcast. This is going to be pretty awesome. Hey, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to kick it off with the question that everybody has been asking, and I'm actually very curious myself because I have known you for years. Do you pronounce your name Tom Dole or Tom Dole? <laughs> so it's actually Tom Dole. In French, we have uh, some accents yep. on the E. So it's either uh, E Et sans aigu or grave. Ah. And mine is uh, aigu. So it's going from down left to upright and we call it like we say eh otherwise it's eh okay so it's tom dole so all, all those years when you just told me that your name was tom dole it was because you just like americanized it for the rest exactly. of us exactly <laughs> okay but okay. even some french even french people say tom dole or yeah well it's they because they've know. heard all the americans say it over the years probably yeah maybe um mm-hmm. 
That's pretty funny. So we're here in England for the World Championships. You uh, yourself are a world champion. How many world championship titles have you won now? So <laughs> I won junior world champion, uh, the world, the junior world championships in 2017 in San Juan. Oh, in San Juan, and yeah. And the C1 actually in sort. Yeah, I, I, that's what I thought. I, I was like, I'm, I definitely remember you winning C1 at the last World Championships in, in uh, Sort Spain. And I, I was pretty sure you were a junior world champion, but I, I couldn't remember which one. So, right, San Juan in Argentina. Uh, how are you feeling out there this year already as we're here in England at Nottingham? You're looking pretty good. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's been fun. I've been here for a week and training has been... I've been paddling a lot, so I'm pretty tired, but... And Twins uh, is definitely a hole where you need lots of energy. Mm -hmm. So I'm, like, degracing <laughs> as much as I paddle. Well, you're, but you're taking it. a rest day today. You took yeah. uh, a rest day yesterday. Yep. I think you're going to have plenty of energy. You're one of the few, well, maybe not the few. You're de you're definitely one of the, the people that I'm very excited to watch paddle. I always love watching you. I also want to hear a little bit about your story of how you got into paddling because I actually remember being in France. I stayed at your place <laughs> with, with your parents. And yep. I was trying to remember how old were you when you were in, like, the little yellow fun one. <laughs> Uh, I think we were working on maybe rolling in your backyard pool or something yep, like that. Yep, something like that. So I started kayaking at nine because my dad had a kayak shop in France. And so it was obviously pretty easy to get a boat. And I got a boat. And then three weeks later, you guys just won the Toon World, mm -hmm. both Emily and you. And right after you came to my house... And it was I was so excited to paddle with the both like world champs, and that definitely kicked like kicked my butt, <laughs> <laughs> and definitely got me super excited to progress and to hopefully be just as good as you or maybe better. And um, yeah, it was so fun going to Saint Pierre, and I will always remember my dad dropping me at school at eight with you guys in the car and I was like oh, do I really have to go to school <laughs> <laughs> come on let's, let's already start skipping school at eight years old this is awesome yeah uh yeah no that was a super fun time I definitely remember that I couldn't remember how old you were so yeah eight or nine years old and I, I also have a vivid memory of we ran down the the whitewater park there yep, in yep. Saint Pierre and uh and you got worked in a hole, or you got like stuck in a hole, and I tried yeah. to like like push you out, like side yeah. surfing. Uh, anyway, it was pretty funny because American hole actually. It's called the American yeah, hole. We call it the American hole. That's funny. Why is it called the American hole? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty classic. So, recently, you have also gotten into slalom paddling over the last couple of years. So you you won the world championships, whatever it was, two three years ago, in in sort, and then. During COVID, was it like a COVID project where you're like, oh, I'm just going to take up slalom and just like dominate that after I've dominated all these other aspects? Or like, where did the slalom kind of uh, come back into play for you? Dude, I don't know. I just, when I came back to France, when my parents moved back to France, I just, I kind of wanted to do some slalom because uh, playboarding alone is gets difficult and mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to do some slalom so I will get fit and everything and it yeah. will help me for quick boating. And then I just kept on going and kind of maybe quit playboarding <laughs> at some point. <laughs> and now, yeah, I do lots of slaloms since 
yeah, since COVID, pretty yeah. much since we got out of quarantine, and it's been it's been so fun. Nice, yeah. You definitely look super strong out there, super fast. Do you do you do it mainly just to stay in shape for the for the ladies? Yeah, exactly. Just for the summer buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, to go to the beach. That's classic. Um, do you think you'll uh, do you think you'll eventually like transition more into doing slalom, or will you kind of always do a little bit of everything? Because you kind of do it all. Like you, you creek boat, you do waterfalls, you yeah. obviously freestyle champion. Um, do you think you'll spend more time dedicated to slalom in the next couple of years, or will you ever go into like the extreme slalom racing or anything like that, or or kind of what's your next couple of years thinking looking like? I think um, I really want to train slalom for the next maybe one or two years and get really fit and to have um, the objective is to get better for quick budding, like racing, like quick uh, budding races. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a super good exercise because you just stay motivated since there's so many people in France to battle with and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really good to stay in shape and um, yeah, I just want to get better at quick budding creekboating races and also it helps me to be to get to be a lot more confident and mm -hmm. precise in wherever I want to go and I think it yeah it definitely helps me already in creekboating that's awesome yeah I've, I've definitely seen that over the years you know watching other slalom athletes and uh and you definitely have like a very precise you know, just technique on making the stroke, you know, whether yeah. it's getting you into the exact right spot or, or having yeah. your bow at the right angle to hit the wave or just like different things like that. Like the slalom paddlers by far are, yeah. are way more precise for racing than, you know, any, yeah. any other yeah, discipline. Exactly. I think playboning is really good for like being, being able to improvise mm -hmm. in a bad situation. And that helps me so much in slalom and I can see it. But slalom helps you to be to always have the same move and hit it perfectly to make it work. And so I think to combine those two is really good for creek bunning because, I mean, if you can have a routine and improvise, it's it's the best. Yeah, no, that's interesting. I hadn't really thought of that, but the, as you say that, I totally agree that play boating definitely builds that uh, improv skill, mm. like the ability to just kind of like go with the fly yeah. and, and make up something new as it goes. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I I mean, thinking about it, I would uh, agree a thousand percent that a combination of slalom and play boating probably would make for, you know, the best extreme racing skills and stuff like that. Um, when you see other paddlers who you kind of have grown up paddling with, like, like Kaylin, that have also kind of, yep. you know, grown up in the freestyle arena, gotten into slalom in, uh, in the last couple of years, uh, he just went to the North Fork Championships, got third as well. Is that something that you see yourself coming, coming to race in the, in the future years? Are you going to come to North Fork? Oh yeah, it's definitely somewhere in my mind for sure. Awesome. Especially, yeah, when you, yeah, when I see Kellen and... I can see like how good he got from from Slotum and play, play budding. It's mm -hmm. definitely his uh Yeah. Phenomenal phenomenal yeah. athlete. Tons of skill. Um Hayden Voorhees this year, obviously, another great friend of yours and, and mine. Um Definitely took the win and stoked to see him on top. So who knows? Maybe next year, uh, Tom Dole is gonna come <laughs> and uh, and just own own the North Fork. I don't think there's ever been a French champion there, so it'd be cool no, to I see. I don't you. think so. Yeah, you're but gonna have to come. But there's uh, Jules Domine. 
Oh, you know, you're right. Yeah, he got third. But oh, no, no, he, he won. won. He, he won. did win. Yeah, yeah, he won. He won. Uh, was right. it like the second year or something? He, so there yeah, was a French champion. Never that's mind. True. I'm that's totally true. mistaken. Yeah. yeah, I always forget now that he kind of like lives in Colombia. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's cool. Do you do you get to paddle with uh, with Jules at all I anymore? Paddle maybe a few times when I was super young. When when the um, Jackson French team was mm-hmm. coming to Saint Pierre. Yeah, but since that, I've, I don't think I've ever paddled with him again. That's that's. I've awesome. seen him at events, but not. Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen Jules in uh, in probably since North Fork or not long after that. Maybe the second, maybe the next year after that uh, when he came back for North Fork. But I haven't yeah. seen him in in a hot minute. You should go to Colombia. <clears throat> I I do need <laughs> to go to Colombia. That would be. I mean, it looks incredible. So they've. Yeah. Looks like sir, there's some incredible whitewater there. But but back to the World Championships here in England. Um, who are some of the some of the top name competitors that that you're keeping an eye out for or that you think will be uh, some of your biggest competition, whether it be in the K1 men's pro class that you're competing in? And I'm also assuming as the reigning C1 champion, you're also going to be doing C1 <laughs> this year. Is that correct? Yep, yep, that's right. I will do... Square boating C1 and K1 this year. Uh, nice. I think the top athletes in K1 are, there's a lot of them, but them, those English uh, paddlers are so good, like yeah. Harry, Gav, Rub. Yeah. They are doing great, and yeah, we'll be looking for them for sure. Then we have the Euro- European champion, um, David McClure. Mm-hmm. We have Dane that hasn't still hasn't paddled on the place, but but I'm not too worried for him. Yeah, Dane, <laughs> Dane had COVID and has had zero training. The event starts tomorrow, and he still hasn't made it into the feature yet. But I agree, I'm also not worried for Dane. He's pretty quick with that. It, back to your previous statement about freestyle building that improv skill. He's pretty good at improv and just like jumping into something and dominating with with zero training or or zero past experience so not worried about dane i i also agree that uh that the brits are looking super strong here um i would put your name up there i think there's a couple other americans um that are looking really good but man there's just so many so many phenomenal paddlers uh very excited to to watch the whole thing um, take place, and uh, yeah, pretty excited. But as we're in this steaming hot car <laughs> to try to get a little bit of quiet to record this podcast, we are both uh, sweating bullets right now because it is so hot, and we're like melting this car. I'm gonna move us on, and we're gonna go with a, the the quicker version of the podcast, uh, just so that we both don't melt here in England. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to move us on to the second part of the show that I call the fire round. And I'm just going to fire a couple quick questions right. off at you that I ask all my guests. Tom, do you have a favorite quote or a current quote that you live by? Mm. <laughs> um, I like the one from EJ's, but I don't have a personal one. Okay. I think it's something like uh, paddle to have fun, compete to win. Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> that is definitely uh, a quote of a competitor, and EJ is definitely a competitor. <laughs> um, Tom, do you by chance have a favorite book or current book that you might be reading? I'm actually, I'm currently reading the book of um, of Mathura Madori, which is a French book about canoeing slalom. Okay. About like performance and how to train and everything. Like, about slalom, all around slalom. Cool. Is it like, like based around like, uh, like mental psychology or training or, or all of the above? 
yeah, yeah, just all around, like how to, yeah, like everything about mental, how to prepare, techniques, the way, yeah, everything pretty much. That's super cool. What's yeah. what's the book called? Um, I think it's. Uh, um, Contre courant, which means eddy. Eddy. Okay. Contre courant. Courant is current. Is is a uh, current, yeah. and uh, we say like not back current, but reverse yeah. current. Reverse current. Yeah, reverse okay. Current. Cool. Uh, I'm assuming that book's in French. Yep. Yeah, I'm probably not going to be reading that <laughs> one. It sounds like a great book, but I'm probably going to have to pass on that one. Um, Tom, what might be a recent lesson that you've learned, whether it be through a mistake or through success? Uh, is there okay? Here's here's maybe mm. a better way to reword this question. Is there a lesson that you have learned through past competitions? What might be the biggest lesson you've learned through your past competitions? It doesn't matter how good you're in training. All it matters is the day D, day of the event. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually just said a French expression where we say like. Jour J, which means day D, like day, day day D. It means like this day on on day, like on the day that matters. Oh, okay. Day D. Day D. Yeah, I'm not sure if that <laughs> translates very well in English, but I like it. I like the quote, though. I like the idea, uh, and it's totally true. I I recognize that um, actually. The same, like, and through the different events that I've won or whatever, that it really one. It doesn't matter how well you do in training. Um, yeah. It only matters how well you do in the event, and it only really matters how well you do in your finals ride. And and like it's like, yeah. it's not so much that I I came to the conclusion that you know even a, an event here like the World Championships, winning it technically you know you're the world champion of C1 right now, um, and you get to hold that title for a year or two depending on you know how it works. Usually two or years three. or three. <laughs> yeah, you've uh, held it for three years, um, but it it doesn't necessarily mean you are the world's best athlete. It means mm-hmm. like if if you really think about it, it's like well you were the world's best athlete yeah. that day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah. like during finals. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. And, and not that I would ever take away from it because like, I guess to, to clarify, I'm not trying to take away from any accomplishment that anybody's ever had. I had the, the recognition and realization when I won the world championships that it wasn't like, I was like, well, it doesn't mean that I'm the world's best kayaker. It means yeah. that I was the best that day Tuesday. during finals. Yeah. So, And it's not because you didn't do as great as you are that uh it won't pay off or like every training that you're gonna do and that you did will always pay up mm-hmm. pay off at some point mm-hmm. so keep pushing until it pays off yeah i actually right before i won the world championships in tune um and before i came to uh to visit you when you were nine years old um mm. I, I read a quote from Serena Williams on the airplane to tune, ironically, it was all about like top performing athletes. And I was like, oh, it was like an in-flight magazine. I thought it was super cool. <laughs> but um, but it talked about how Serena Williams focuses on harnessing all of those years mm. of training, all of those training sessions, all of the, you know, weightlifting, everything, all of that uh, accumulation of skill over the decades that she's been playing tennis and she's like I harness that into the very moment that I go yeah. and compete and I thought that was just a cool way to think about it of like trying to have that mental clarity of being like okay I'm going to harness 
all of the past experience, all of that past training, and I'm going to focus that like a laser pointer right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, you should you should go do that when you go compete and go kick some butt this week. Um, one of my favorite questions of the fire round is, if today was your last day on earth and everything that you've done up to now, all of your championship titles, all of the rad videos that you've done, all of the training sessions, everything was to go away with you, and all that you were left with was a piece of paper and a pen, and you could write down three truths, three things that you believe to be true. This could be for your family, for your friends, for future generations. What might your three truths be? Um... Wow. Um, I would say like three words or no, 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 like three, three, three things that you believe to be true. Like it could be uh, like three sentences, three, just three expressions, three, anything that you, that you anything? like believe to be true. Just three things. I would say just have fun. I like that. But I don't think it's, uh, I think that's, I think that's a perfect answer is to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think that there's anything like I think too often people think that um that just going and having fun is like not enough. Yeah. People like ask I, I, I saw something recently where somebody was like, Well, what's your like life mission or whatever? And they're yeah. like, Oh, I'm gonna, gonna go have fun. Like, no no no, but what are you doing with your life? Like, yeah. well, I'm gonna go enjoy myself. Yeah. Well, like and, and continually trying to like push them to ask like as if like having fun isn't mm-hmm. enough and, and I think just the statement that having fun is enough is uh it's that's a refreshing statement especially from someone like yourself a champion athlete uh still pretty young how old are you by the way 21 21 um finally old enough to have a beer with me in america i know (laughs) finally (laughs) but um but just the idea that that we don't have to have life figured out yeah that we can just have fun along the way yeah i think be serious and disciplined but still having fun like, I like that a lot. You don't have to not have... It's not because you're disciplined and serious all the time that... No, I'm saying it's it's not great to be serious all the time. You still need to have mm-hmm. some fun. Mm-hmm. I like that, Tom. Uh, something that I always try to do as much as I can with all the guests that I get to bring on the show, because I gain so much value from all these conversations, is I try to provide value as well. So is there something currently that you are focusing on that I might be able to help you out with, or possibly even my listeners? Mm. <laughs> Win the World Championships. You want me to win the world championships? <laughs> or you need help winning the I world championships? I need help winning uh, the world championships. I don't think you need much help, dude. You're looking awesome. I think you just need to keep it all together and you're going to go <laughs> you're going to go crush it. What okay, uh, just in stating that, what what are your biggest worries or what are your biggest hurdles? Like wh- when you think of like the world championships, what do you think's the hardest part about this whole thing? I don't know about the hardest part. I think it's the first time that I'm not, since I haven't really prepared it like I had in the past, I'm not super stressed. I just want to enjoy it and do my best without, I definitely want to do my best and hopefully win. I just uh, maybe don't think I deserve it, but yeah, man, that's, that's an interesting dynamic that, um, 
that I have struggled with in the past as well is like the idea of like, when do you deserve something or not deserve something? And man, that would be like a whole deep dive interview just on that idea. But I wouldn't get too caught up in it. I think just go and do your thing yeah. and uh, and just let let the cards fall yeah, as they fall. I just want to have some flow, have fun on the water. I don't want to put too much pressure, but I just want to have fun this in the world. I love that. I love your idea of just having fun. That is actually my same mindset. I've, I've written about it the last couple of days uh, on my social media because I'm trying to promote just having fun as well. And I think that's really the key to yeah. uh, probably performing at your best as well. Um, for anybody out there that wants to follow along your journey, that wants to continue checking out your rad adventures online, what might be the best way for someone to reach out or mm. to continue to follow along? Maybe you can come uh, on my Instagram where I post uh, stories every day, mm -hmm. pretty much. Well, I, I try to. Not as much as Nick, but <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with him. <laughs> Is so it? it's Tom Doll Kayak. Which is actually pronounced Tom Dole kayak, <laughs> but uh, I'll put a I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well for all the American listeners out there. That's Tom Dole kayak. Um, mm -hmm. For anybody else, Tom Dole kayak. But yeah, check out Tom on Instagram. He's got some amazing adventures, super cool content. Uh, definitely very excited for you. Final question of the day for you, Tom. What is your definition of awesome? My definition of awesome. Wow. Um, that's such an American word. <laughs> I think I told you that already. But <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, definition of awesome, I think it's... Uh, I mean, if you think about it, everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. You just got to try to keep it awesome. Keep it awesome. I love your advice, Tom. This has been incredible. We are both sweating a ton sitting here in this car. So I'm going to go ahead and finish this off. Hopefully you guys got a ton of value out of this as much as I did. I thoroughly enjoy getting to talk with you, Tom. I wish you the absolute best here in the World Championships. And I'm very excited to see you, how you perform. And I'm sure I'm going to be seeing you on the podium. So very excited for everybody out there. Hopefully you got as much value. If you did, please share this out with someone who you think might need to hear this conversation and as always i am nick troutman with tom dole signing off wishing you all a truly awesome day cheers thank you nick cheers buddy <laughs>